so what do you want to talk about? Uh, wrestling would be good. There's a lot of stuff that happened in 24 hours. Boy, did it shit. And the first thing is Triple H retired. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's fucking crazy because the shit that happened with his like heart not too long ago and all that and like I thought he was fine like you know what I mean like I know he had to take it easy but shit yeah, this is so this is why like when WWE covers up shit it's just like this is how they cover it up because everybody thought just like oh it's just like this arrhythmia like and he had like he had like kind of a heart attack it was just a rhythmia this passed down. That's all it was. But then when he told the story, it was like, the fuck? A rhythmia is like something similar to like what MVP has, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And like, it can like cause you to have like heart issues where you're like, you have to like go to a hospital because you have like chest pains and stuff. But it's like, Sometimes it's like nothing that you can do because it's just like your heart skips a beat and it's like nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. It could be fatal, but like most of the time it's just a normal thing that your heart is just like fucked up and like it doesn't beat on cue. Gotcha. But Triple H said like he had pneumonia, like some type of pneumonia. And he was at home and he coughed up blood and Stephanie was like, yo, like, you gotta go to the hospital. And then when he went to the hospital, like, he was like, yo, your heart is fucked. So, like, he was like, eh. they were like, no, 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 you have to stay. So, as he stayed, it got worse and worse and, like, he almost died the next day, right before they took him into surgery. And they saved him. And then, like, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith was talking to him, like, yo, are you coming back to wrestling? He was like, I can't wrestle again. I have a defibrillator. He's like, I can't wrestle again. And I'm like, wow. Like, wow. That is, that's sad. It is. That's sad. Like, the outpouring of love from, like, and you can just tell what kind of, like, person he is because, like, Everybody that came through NXT immediately was just like just showing him love, like all kinds of love, the outpouring. And I thought like, oh, it just stops there. It went all the way to AEW because you know there's a bunch of NXT people over there. But it went farther than that, like Frankie Kazarian, and Dustin Rhodes, and like anybody that ever like came in contact with Triple H was like, yo, like this shit is sad. Like this is it's sad. Like the fuck. Even people who, like, fat out hate the fucking company, like, damn their, like, tweet, fuck WB, they praise and, like, thank like, um, Triple H, you know, that being Andre, you know? Yeah, but here's the thing about a lot of people that hate WWE. Mm-hmm. Everybody that hates WWE were there in that era where Triple H existed. So, like, yeah. for them, no matter if they hate it, we still went through an, like, they still went through an era where, like, they was with Triple H. So they're like, so it doesn't matter if we hate it now. 
we we went through that era where we saw Triple H. That's how they feel. And like mm-hmm. I've noticed that it's like, oh yeah, you guys all watched WWE at a collective time. Then you turned on it because like if you outgrow it or you just felt like it wasn't feeding you what you wanted sexually, and you just turned on it. He's like, ah, I'm just gonna go somewhere else. So like, but everybody was in love with Triple H because they all grew up on him. Yep. He helped a, bu- a bunch of people out, you know, from the girls, yeah. like Bailey, and the rest of horse women, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But it was, like, it was so crazy because, like, you know how, like, everybody has, like, bad words to say, but you've seen, like, all of his children just, like, say how much they love him, and some people, like, of course, some people go, oh, well, that's just, like, like, that's just because, like, they work for WWE. And it's like, no. Like, Ember Moon was, like, one of the first people to go, yo, thank you. Because they, like, he believed in these people when they were in the NXT. Like, when they were mm-hmm. in NXT, he believed in them. Like, when they got to the main roster, oh, uh, yeah, well, they got screwed. But he believed in them, and that's where they shine. Like, Everybody was just like, yo, we, we love you and like thank you for everything you've done. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really sweet. Like you said, not even like his kid, Bethany Rhodes and Frankie Kazarian, even mm-hmm. like shouldn't give him love, you know? So it just he's a genuine person, you know, real recognized is real, you know? Yeah, like the one person that I was like waiting for, and I know people are gonna be like, why were you waiting on that one? Like, the person I was waiting for was Tony Khan to say, hey, Triple H, I mean, like, I was waiting for Tony Khan to say it, because, like, he even said there's, like, no ill will between the two of them, so it's like, okay, well, I was expecting him to tweet something out, but, like, he didn't, and it's not, like, I know somebody's like, well, maybe he didn't just want to just, like, tweet out something. It's like your whole AEW roster is tweeting. Like, no one's gonna look at you weird and be like, you know what? Like, you shouldn't tweet that. That's so wrong. It's like, no, no, no. This is like a different matter where people's like, uh, we don't really care about, like, the tribal bullshit. Like, we just care about this dude. It's not even about wrestling at that point. It's man's life, you know? Mm-hmm. But like that explains a lot while he was just like mysteriously missing in action for so long. Like this mm-hmm. explains everything. But like, yeah, that's like I said, to see how this like was so sad and like damn, we could have lost Triple H. Like we could have just like came on this podcast and been like, damn, Russell Peace Triple H. But like at least he's getting his flowers. Yes. Like that's that's a good part, and especially like a week after we lost Scott. It's like, damn, like this is this is sad. We could have got that like months apart, for real, for real. Yeah, like it's like I said, like this is this was like something that really hit home. It was like, oh man, this, this is sad. Question: Like, I know technically he's already in there, mm-hmm. but 
does he like um, go in the Hall of Fame soon? Probably not this year, but next. I mean, he always was going to go in the Hall of Fame no matter what. He yeah. was definitely going to go in the Hall of Fame. But, like, you know, it was it was always going to be a thing. Yeah. I mean, because he wanted to be active still, so that's why he didn't go in solo, I assume. Yeah, but, but that, not, yeah, you know. that really wasn't it. It was just like he just didn't want to go in because he was doing other things. And he was like, nah, I don't really want to go in because of that. Okay. So yeah, he was like, um, yeah, he was just like, nah, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep doing my thing and stay over here. I don't want to be put in that spotlight. Got you. But I mean, like, okay. it's, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And then like, okay, so I seen somebody say something about him, and it was like. Okay, yeah, that that's true, but you're basing it off of that one thing because like this like it was basically hate. It's like you're basing it off of this one thing, but if you look at everybody that's talking about him, they did not see that and they lumped this in because they think this is one thing and it's not, but you're like, this is complete bullshit because you're not looking at this one thing. What I'm talking about is the person was like yeah, I can't believe how everybody is so brainwashed by WWE because during the Attitude Era, Triple H was a European champion. Like, he didn't do anything during the Attitude Era. I can't believe you guys are so brainwashed. And I'm like, dude, like, you say that? Like, the things he did with DX was, like, cool and, like, all of that. But everybody that's talking about Triple H right now is not talking about that era. Like, yeah, they're misremembering, thinking that that was part of the Attitude Era, but the stuff that they're talking about is when he was world champion in the very beginning when he started his rise to superstar. Like, you got mad because people were talking about him and kept saying the Attitude Era. But that's where he began. They weren't going, oh my God, he was so great in the Attitude Era. Because honestly, in the Attitude Era, he was fucking a mid-carder. Like, that's 100% true. You're right. He yeah. was a mid-carder. The people who are talking are too young to know that they're misremembering things. Like, just because you're old enough to know, like, the kids are just like, oh, this was Attitude Era. Because there was a clear, weird distinction before the ruthless aggression and the Attitude Era that literally linked to each other that people forget that there was a small window of time where it was like no thing and everybody did like like I said the kids don't know and they're like oh this was in the attitude era before the Rufus aggression era which isn't a thing but like people just like find a way to bitch about shit and they just like it kind of pisses me off because it's like you feel like you're doing justice. Like, you feel like you're doing some weird-ass incel justice. Hey, guys, look, you're being this. It's like, dude, you're just a fucking dickhead. You're just a fucking dickhead. Because, like, like I'm not defending... Like, I'm not going, like, oh, you're wrong. You were totally wrong. I mean, you were totally right. That's what I meant to say. You were totally right. In the fucking attitude, he was a fucking mid-carder. 
he was he was a mid carter. Like none of this shit mattered. The thing is, like you're just being a dick about it. You're being a dick about it because you're just so horny to say something bad about WWE, and it pisses me off. It's like you're just horny to say something. Like, dude, just fucking chill. Like, this isn't one of those things where you're just like, oh, I definitely have to get my shit off of WWE. It's like, just let it go. It's not. It's not. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. And like. And I know people are like, you're always defending the WWE. No, I'm defending like motherfuckers just being so hard just to fuck WWE in every which way turn. And it's like, there's no need for this. Like, there's no need for this. Like, I've never seen anybody go this hard to fuck the Lakers. Honestly, I've never seen anybody go this hard to fuck the Lakers. And I know you probably like, why are you comparing them to the Lakers? Because the Lakers are the most popular group in fucking basketball. And there's never been anybody that tried to fuck the Lakers this hard. They've never been like, oh, we're going to pull up this scandal and this scandal and this scandal. It's like, for what? Like, for what? Like, this is like this only happens in wrestling where people get so fucking hard. They'll fuck a company because they think this company is just like monsterly the devil, which... Mostly they are, but you just go like, oh, I have to fuck this company. When there's people actually are fucking good human beings and you're just totally fucking shitting on. But like, you go ahead and do you, but I swear to God, when something happens to you and you fucked over, no one's coming to save your ass. They're going to kick your ass down the steps because it's like, you just keep fucking just being this dick. Like, somebody's going to kick your ass down the steps. Like, there you go, pal. You just, like, you deserve it. Like, you did it to yourself. But yeah, like that, that was a thing. Yeah. But like, none of that takes away from his legacy, though. Like, he still has a legacy, regardless if he was a jobber in the edge there or not. Like, it's memorable. Still. That's the, but that's the thing. Like I said, people always misremember. Like, how the attitude era to the ruthless aggression era. People yeah. remember. But, like, he had this fucking amazing run in the ruthless aggression era. He was a champion and he was just, like, beating people's ass and he was, like, this big star. That's when he became a star. Like, for you just to call out the kids is going, oh, it's the ruthless aggression era. Sometimes you just have to wave that off. Like, it's a lot of times where the kids just go, Oh, this thing, this thing, this thing. And I know somebody's like, well, you have to teach them. Yeah, you can't teach them if they don't fucking know. And it's like, you're just going to be like, all right, dude, you look like a dick the way you teach them. Like, you should just be like, hey, like, you know, he wasn't this here. But like, what you're remembering is here. So that's like two different things. Yeah. People are like, oh, oh, I understand. you just like... WWE whitewashed him to the point where it's like, why? Why are you, Why do you go that far? Like, it's just like, you're just so hard to fuck WWE. It's like, it's just it's so stupid at that point. That's the point. They, they try to fuck that company, like, so bad. But for what? Like, you're not mm-hmm. winning anything. You're not winning anything. Like, the people who watch WWE, they're watching WWE because they love it. Like, the way that you just drag it is just like, 
oh, so bad, this company's so bad. How do you watch it? Look at the bad stuff they did. This is what they do. Look at this guy. This guy's a fucking criminal. This guy's a rapist. This guy's over here having sex with minors. It's like, dude, like, people know some of this stuff and like, oh, yeah, we, like, they'll just like, eh, fuck it. But like, it's just, it's just so horrible. Remember the time Mr. McMahon did this thing and he like got this person eradicated? Yeah, like that happened. Look, here's proof. It's like, for why? Like that that has nothing to do with actual wrestling in the ring that people are watching. No, but like Mr. McMahon is like, you guys think that he's so cool, but like he had somebody murdered before. Like that has nothing to do with what we're watching on TV. Like, that's like saying Tony Khan had, like, two people buried in Texas. It's like, nobody care. We're watching a fucking show. It's like, then you're like, oh, you don't care about how people, like, how people do stuff on the scenes? No, we do care, but some of the shit you're finding, you're going out of your way to drag this dumb shit up and go, ha-ha, look, this happened. It's like, what the fuck is like, We really wasn't looking for that. Well, here it is. Now you have to look at it. Ha! This guy... Alright, whatever. Fuck off. This guy's just so fucking horny. Just like... Like, I'm not even gonna... I'm not even gonna go off fucking Captain Save WWE. But it's like... The thing thing that I want people to fucking realize... Fucking people watch wrestling. They watch WWE. They enjoy WWE. They love WWE. And... It's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fucking fine. And if we want to be fucking honest, like, I could pull up some shit and start start a fucking argument where people are going to be like, you know what? You know, let's start talking about some shit. Because I can say, like, I can say some shit that some stuff came out about both companies. Matter of fact, all companies, they came out and said, hey, this thing, this thing, this thing. You know, everybody just decided to say, you know, that's complete bullshit. Just like swept it under the rug. And it's like, you're looking at these numbers, right? These numbers are right here. Like, you're looking at these numbers of the minorities that are watching the other professional wrestling besides AEW. You're like, no, those are just bullshit. Dude, Impact has a larger African-American and Hispanic audience than AEW. And you're just like, no, but AEW is like just so cool. It's like 80% white. Like, you don't understand that there's other people in the fucking world. You're like, no, this is just great. It's like, you know, you're like you're tiptoeing on the lines of some, you know, this. Before I get into it, I'll just move on. So, yeah, like, wrestling. Good. Kind of. No, no. Not really, no. Not really. Like, come on, like, not really. Like, some stuff that we watched, like, was not really good. But when the heels are WrestleMania, though. Yeah, but like, AEW Rampage was a thing. So, yeah. like, I was thinking during Rampage, like, they have so much influx of new talent. And like all of these people are here, but we we Kenny didn't even show up yet. Kenny hasn't came back. Like Kenny is gone. 
McKinney hasn't showed up yet. Is he still injured? Like, he won't be back for a while? Yeah, but that's the thing. No, that's the thing. He's coming back. But the thing is, like, when he comes back, it's like, okay, you have an influx of Kenny Omega and now everybody else. Because there's still more people that's going to be coming in. And it's like, you have Kenny and these people. And it's like, okay, now we have all of Kenny's matches to look forward to in this. But then it started me to think of that thing. That one thing that everybody has not even thought of, that we thought of, that we put on the wrong person that would be at WrestleMania. We put the wrong person at WrestleMania accidentally because we thought that it was going to be Kenny. And it was Cody instead of Kenny. We all know that Kenny is definitely going to show up here. And just like Ethan Page, like literally something, like this is literally something that happened. WWE said that they wanted Ethan Page. Ethan Page just kind of signed a extension on his contract and he immediately jumped on social media to go yo I know what I want I know where I'm going I know it's just going to take me a little bit longer to get there but I know what I've always wanted to do so you know it's just going to take a little bit more time and like when he said that it was like immediately just like oh you just like you heard that WWE wants you and you always wanted to go to WWE, so you know, you know, that's kind of where that was leading. Yeah, he'll so, do good in WWE. I mean, we thought that he was going to WWE before, but like the I I don't think the offer was good enough, so he just like winded up in AEW. Could be good now. They have a lot more money now from now. I'm done. Yeah, but also, like, you don't have Hunter running the show like he should. Yeah. So, the Rampage was the Murderhawk Monster versus Dustin Rhodes. It, it was a match where, like, Dustin got beat up 95% of this match, and, like, 5% he fought back and just wouldn't die. Yo, I don't like how he gets bloody. And I know people are going to be like, well, AEW's blood. No, no, no. I'm going to go back history lessons from you guys. The first time he ever showed up on wrestling TV, he got his head busted open by Ted DiBiase with a wooden chair. And I forever, since that day, was like, you know, wooden chairs must be the most gangster shit ever because Dustin Rose just was bleeding everywhere. Like, he just had blood all over his face. Like, Jesus, like, just from a wooden chair? I thought a steel chair would do that. It was a wooden chair. And then, as time went on, as I watched more of Dustin's career, he bled, but he always bleeds like that. I'm like, oh... It wasn't a wooden chair. This is Dustin Rhodes bleeds. Like, Jesus, like, you can't keep bleeding like this. Thank God he doesn't wrestle, like, more t- more times during the week. Can you imagine, like, he did, like, three, three days a week and bled like that? Yes. Back to back to back? Yes. And I know this is going to be a fucking conversation that everybody's going to get 
butthurt about. And, you know, like, there's a thing where everybody says, oh, WWE, old workers, blah, blah, blah. Dustin is up there. Dustin is up there really high. Not just, like, low. He's really high. He's close to Sting's age. He's... Like you bring him out of here and you're just having him just like get slammed around, beat the shit, and just bleeding all the fucking time. And it's like, dude, like, do you really want to do this and like act like this? Everything is normal. Like, is this this what you want? Like, is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, and every time like you bring it up to somebody, they're like, yeah, but AEW is using people better, and it's like, all right, well, this is like. You're like you're being very constructive criticism to WWE, but don't constructive criticism to AEW. And it's like, like why, like why, why don't you, why don't you do that? And like I, like I said, like people always go, oh, you guys are kind of WWE shields. Like, no, we're not. We're just pointing out, like, if you're gonna be biased, like at least be. Like fucking open to every bias to everything. Like the fuck, like this is being a jerk. Exactly. But yeah, Dustin won this match and then still got murdered after the match by the murder hawk monster. He won that like great. a road if I'm not mistaken, right? Like Yep. Something simple. Yep. And then the Rhodes Academy got their asses beat. Am I the only one kind of like fucked up about that? I didn't know that's the name of that, that shit. No, no, I knew that. Oh, okay. So then we had Jay Lethal in the back getting interviewed by DDP's daughter. And Jay Lethal said, yo, I lost twice to Ricky Starks and Adam Cole. And me and Renegade both said like, yo, didn't you lose to Sammy Guevara? What the fuck? <laughs> In fact, wasn't that his first match? Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? Like, he's like, I have to do something new. I have to find a way. I have to find a way to, to be better. I'm going to find something. And like, apparently he's going to find some something. I don't know if it's a gimmick or something. Like, he's going to find something to get better. Honestly, I don't give two fucks. I don't give two fucks. Yeah. Like honestly, like not like not even like you're like you're not a good human being, so I don't care. Like, so I don't care. Like, I feel like if you can try to go back to the um the Macho Man esque gimmick. Black Machismo. I mean, if that's what brought you to the dance after you spent six years being Jay Lethal in Ring of Honor. Who was Jay Leafle who had the best matches? Jay Leafle who was a fucking big, huge star. Jay Leafle that had a huge fucking deal that he had the TV title and had beef with Adam Cole and who was a world champion and said, I'm going to take your title. Me versus you, title for title. Wait, that wasn't Adam Cole. That was um, Jay Briscoe. That was, that was wrong. Yeah. It was the Briscoe. I, I remember it wrong. I remember he lost to fucking Adam Cole because Adam Cole shaved him bald because he was going bald. Wrong. I misremembered. See, I misremembered things. But it was Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe had the world title. He had the title of the title. He said, I'm going to take the title. 
and they had a match. They had a match. They had a storyline that was building up for like six months. And then they had the match. Jay Lethal won. Jay Lethal became the champion. Did like see the shit like that? Like he didn't need a fucking macho man gimmick. He fucking put a storyline together where he thought he was so cool and everybody else thought he was so cool. And everybody believed it. You don't need to fucking bring a Macho Man gimmick. You just need to fucking be Jay Lee. I mean, that's He doesn't need it here. And that's even worse. If you fucking need it here, then you are just a piece of shit. Because nobody yeah. really needs gimmicks here. What the fuck? Like this is like that's so crazy. Like people are just being themselves and just fucking winning. Like if you need to go deep into a gimmick just to be like, all right, I need to get over with this, then then you're not good here. You're not you're not good here. Exactly. No, you're right. I'm just saying that like it's that's what it feels like they're saying. Like he needs a gimmick. And if it's not that, it's some other gimmick. He needs something. So we had Fuego Del Sol come out and talk shit about House of Black. I know you guys beat me up, but I was still holding my own to you. And now I'm I'm going I'm gonna fight. And then like everything went black and then Fuego went black because he got murdered by House of Black. He got fucked up. Like at one point fucking Buddy Murphy tossed him in the air and Malachi did a knee, but I could have sworn he was about to be with Black Mask. Like, if he would have done it, he would have, like, broke his neck. Yeah, he fucked him up. And then the and Dark then, Order showed up. Yeah. Dark Order was right there in front of House of Black. And it would look like it was a four-on-three situation, but, like, it could have been anything. And it's like, I don't know where this is going, but, like, it's I'm intrigued because, like, if they add another member to the House of Black, let's see how that works. Which might be Fuego and them, so. Oh, hope not. Fuck no. Because, like, me and me both mentioned the fact that his mask is, like, pretty ultra big, so maybe maybe they'll get rid of it. I, fuck no. I hope not. I fucking hope not. Then we had Dan. Right, and I'll probably like it. Okay. They had Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky talking, and Scorpio Sky said, hey, listen, pal, listen, I am definitely not defending this title in an open challenge. You have to prove that you deserve this championship. And the thing was, like, when he said it, it was like, oh, this is so stupid. Then he pointed out how he was undefeated, and he never got his fucking shot. And I'm like, like, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I'm not even going to dispute this. I agree. Like, you had to do all of these things, jump through all of these fucking hoops to finally get your title shot, and you was undefeated for almost a year? Fuck that. No, dude. No. No. I agree with you. I fucking agree. So then we have 15... Which is five and ten versus <laughs> Red Dragon. It was it was a good match until the end where they just like turned Ten's match around and like ah you can't see you dumb bitch and this is like you did they just beat the shit out of five and just that was it I'm like okay 
And then they just kept fucking them up. Just kept fucking them up. And then the Jurassic Express ran down. Hey, hey, you can't do that to our friend. And when they ran down, Steve Dorsey, baby, showed up and stole the tag team titles. So now all three belts are with the Paragon. That doesn't seem weird and different at all. Nope. Like you said the last episode and, and all that, like we predicted the fact that, you know, all three titles are gonna be on the line in six man. Seems more plausible now. Yeah, it does. But like I said, I don't know if AEW will go with it. Hopefully they do because it'll be fun. Yep. Yeah. So Nyla Rose shows up and has a backstage and says, yeah, we ruined it like Thunder Rosa's party. It's because I'm going to be champion and I'm going to beat her ass. Like, All right, cool. And then she proceeded to beat some girl's ass and just left her laying. Like, oh, oh okay. All right. That was, that was a thing. Good for you. Good for you. She said she's coming for the title. Yeah, she's coming for that title. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, good for you. Come for that title. Then we had the Hook Appreciation Ceremony. Where Hook was getting a fucking Medal of Honor or some bullshit. And like, certificate of honor. And it was in glass. And he had it in glass. Well, QT Marshall had it in glass. And Aaron Solo was there. And the hook just like slowly got behind Aaron Solo, grabbed him, slammed Aaron Solo's head into glass. Here's the thing. QT Marshall was holding this frame. How the fuck did he make Aaron Solo break that glass? That's fucking that's that's impressive. He was holding that hard as shit. That was impressive. So then Hook just walked off. And then we had a backstage between Swerve and Ricky Starks. It was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. Their backstage promos was pretty good. And then we had the match. And the match was also really fucking good. It was really fucking good. Ricky Starks had some cheerleader friends there that was going to get murdered by Mark Henry. I mean, Keith Lee. I want to say Mark Henry. (laughs) And then Ricky Starks won, retained the title because of the help of Powerhouse Hobbs. So we're going to get Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Swerve and God damn, Keith Lee and Swerve versus Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. That's what's going to happen. That's happening. See, you confused me there for a second. Shit. Yeah, I was confused myself. But that's <laughs> going to happen. So on Dynamite, coming up, we're going to see the Bunny versus a mystery new signing attraction to AEW. Who do you think it's going to be? Uh, Randomly, because I'm like, seeing a bunch of names, but there's mm-hmm. one in particular I haven't seen, so I'm just going to go with that name. Uh, formerly Tegan Knox. I don't know her like name now, so. Okay. So, I have already been saying a bunch of times that 
Athena is probably going to come to AEW, mm-hmm. but Tony Storm could be a possibility. Yeah. I mean, she's making a whole lot of money, just not wrestling. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. She might want to wrestle, but like, she's making a whole hell of a lot of money just not wrestling. Why bother? <laughs> exactly. And like, the thing is, uh, like, the thing that weirds me out about this, like, that situation is so many people, like, were calculating how much money she got from the drop. Like, when it started, they literally was looking at, like, how many people were following and liking was like, oh, if you do the math here, it's like, oh, she's making this much money. Oh, she's making this much money. And they just kept, like, tabulating how much money she was making. And I felt I felt very uncomfortable by that. Because it's like, why are you guys tabulating how much money she's making? And I know somebody out there is probably like, oh, you subscribed. I didn't subscribe. But people are like, oh, she's making this much money. Oh, my God, I can't believe she's making this much money. Like, literally, you have friends that are on... OnlyFans, and you don't know how much they're making. Why are you so obsessed with what Tony Storm is making? It made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel like, it made my skin crawl because it's like, why are you clocking her money? Like, ew, like, that is disgusting. Like, I I didn't like that. I didn't, like, I didn't like that. And everybody kept reporting on it. It was like, oh my gosh, she's making this much money. I'm like, that's so disgusting. Like, I am pro-sex worker. And I'm like pro sex worker rights, so I don't like I don't like when people just like objectify this as like, oh, they're making this much money. To, like, stop! Don't look at their money. It's not that's not you. Like you, you don't have to be involved with their money. Ew! Like that's disgusting. Ew! I don't like that. Make my skin crawl. Fucking make my skin crawl. I don't like that shit. I don't, I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's their business, you know. I mean, why get into their business, you know? Yes, and, and then also like, there's guys like there's guys who don't want people to know. Like, some of them may just like have a stigma with like OnlyFans. Like, yo, I don't want you to know that I'm that I'm buying people's OnlyFans. Or they could have a girlfriend and be like, yo, I don't want my girl to know that I'm buying OnlyFans. And like, you're talking about it and putting more spotlight on it, and like. You have people, and, like, now it's a whole situation where people are, like, feeling the, the pull to it. It's like, oh, my God, like, this old thing, like, oh, chill, chill. Like, I don't I don't want you to bring light to it. But it's just, like, I just feel like, don't, like, don't look at somebody's, like, finances and, like, that's not for you. That's not for you. And, like, a bunch of them people, like, and I know some this is going to sound so weird. A bunch of the people have never fucking looked at a fucking OnlyFans thing. And like 90, 90% of them like shitted on it. Like, so they have never looked at OnlyFans and then all of a sudden, oh, Tony's on it. Oh, I have to see how much she's making. Oh, she's making this much. I, I, I think I have to see what she's putting out. Like, wait, no. Like, you're disgusting. Like, you're disgusting. Like, if you're going to go and enjoy OnlyFans, do it. Do it. Do it. Get, just get involved and love it. Just fucking love pro-sex workers. Support sex workers. Do that. 
But if you're just doing it because you're like, oh, this is if this um, hot wrestler is doing it. Oh yeah, like fam, why? Like this, this shouldn't be, shouldn't be a thing, man. That shouldn't be a thing. And I know people are like, well, I gotta say the same token. If you're not into it, just don't be into it. Don't don't go into it. Like don't bother looking up how much she makes or whatever. Like that's none of your business. None of your business, regardless if you're into it or not. But you know. Like, it's just, it's just fucking disgusting. Like, I can't, like, I can't, like, I don't feel, like, I don't feel comfortable with people just, like, being, oh, my God, look how much she makes. Oh, my God, she's making so much money. She's this. And, like, it's some of the journalists and then it's some of, like, regular fans. And it's just, like, it's disgusting, man. Like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Like, Like, it's not, it's not your, like, it's not your business unless you're doing it. If you're yeah. doing it, then it's your business. This is not your business. And like, I'm being honest, like, even if she was like 100% secure with like, yeah, I'm secure, like finally showing off my body, doing this and putting it on OnlyFans because that's what it is. She could, she would literally be like, dog, I don't want to do this anymore because you guys are so into my finance and so into what I'm doing. I don't want to, I don't want to be involved in this. It's like, I feel more embarrassed and shocked than I did before this. Like, like you're like, you're literally, it's like not shaming, but you are shaming. Like, Hey, you're making this much money. Look how much money you're making. You're making this much money. It's like, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it's not right to her either. And it's like, it's like it's just like it's just one of those things is like not only is it because sex work is quote unquote taboo and like people just like look at it as a weird thing and just like judge people who do it. Like they it's just so I don't like I don't like how people are doing this. It's like it's like a part of the world that like a lot of these motherfuckers should not even just be like into like oh my god, look at this, look at this it's like Fam, just let people be happy and enjoy what they want. Like you're just nasty. Like you're just fucking disgusting. Exactly. Like so, we got that out of the way. Ah, Nick Wayne, fucking great. Yeah, Nick Wayne is fucking That's great. Awesome shit. Yes, he is. He is. He's very awesome, and he will continue to be awesome. I'm. I'm glad that he's actually like busting his ass and getting better. Because like every time you see him, it's like, oh my god, he's way better. Oh my god, he's way better. Like GC, GCW had a show, and like he wrestled Jack Hartwell. Fucking great match. Fucking great match. And like. Once again, like we always say, when you see something on TV, you go, "Oh my God, Google Gaga, that's great!" When literally Nick Wayne is fucking killing himself and going extremely crazy, and just like you're like, "Oh, who, who who's Nick Wayne?" I I heard the AEW signed him, but like, is he on Dark? 
Is he is he on like elevation? Because I I haven't seen him. Like, why are you guys talking about him? Who, who is he? It's like what? Like you don't watch everything and enjoy it. So like, uh, whatever, people. Go out and do some research. Like, look the guy's name up. Like, there has to be something on on YouTube, or or whatever, you know. Yes. So it's like you know, whatever. But like, yeah, GCW always great. Yep. And I can't wait for AJ Gray to face John Moxley, and hopefully, like, I like I 100 want AJ Gray to win the title. But I have this weird ass feeling that they're gonna be like, nah, we're gonna keep it on John Moxley. It's like, God damn it. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I don't want that at all. I mean, it's proper to give it to um, Gray. Yeah. He he's he's a member of the roster. Like John Moxley, technically not part of the roster. He's AEW. So that right. that. Kind of bothers me a little bit. It doesn't. No, it doesn't bother me at all. Like the only reason it doesn't bother me is because Moxley actually a hundred percent wants to be there. Like Moxley yeah. wants to be there a hundred percent. He's like, oh no no no, I want to be here. I want to like bust my ass in this company and represent this company. Because mm-hmm. there, yeah, no. there's been a paycheck for him. Yeah, there's been times in like ECW where. They put the strap on somebody that's not in the company, and you'd be like, "Oh, you're just here to just like pop the company." But like, it's like it's just that. But like, he's like he's really into it, and he really loves GCW, and I like I agree. I I like that he's there, but like, the only thing is like he's AEW, so I know he's gonna have to go eventually. So that's why I'm like, yeah, you put it on AJ Gray. But like, yeah. put it on Moxley, it's like, oh, we have a big draw. But like, you guys are already drawing. So like, it's like, it's a toss up. So I don't know. I don't know. Moxley is like, you just anticipate when he's going to lose it. You know what I mean? You don't really yeah. think he's going to keep it. Right. So speaking of. ECW. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Christopher Daniels wrestled in ECW? Hell no. And he had hair there. Exactly. Mm. Did you notice like, he was wrestling against Rhino? Dude, that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It popped up on Twitter. And yeah, I literally was like, yo, I've watched all of ECW. I don't fucking remember this. I've watched the tape. I've watched the two episodes a week. Sometimes three. I don't remember this fucking... I don't remember this fucking happening. And somebody literally was like, I don't remember it either. And then they, somebody reached out to me and was like, yo, I looked this up. He was only there for 15 days. He was there for two shows. And he said it wasn't for him and he left. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, how did I miss that? Was Rhino, like, a young boy or something like that? Like, a, 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 a jobber? Because, like, I don't remember that gear he had. No, no, that's the thing. I do remember that Rhino gear. I remember okay. that Rhino gear. Because, like, 
that was between Rhino being Rhino Rhino, like the monster Rhino, and Rhino being a beginning Rhino. Because he oh. used to wear color, like he used to wear the same exact Rhino gear, but he used to wear colorful gear. And this was like when he was first getting his murder streak. That was when it was started. So it was like, yeah, I remember that Rhino. I remember how that started. I remember who he was. And I was like, I don't remember that Christopher Daniels thing. And like, sometimes you see shit and you're like, oh shit, that unlocked the PCW memory. But that that didn't unlock shit for me. Nothing at all, exactly. And I'm like, yo, like that's, like I'm super diehard ECW. And it's like, that did not unlock to me. Cause like I've I've seen other shit like other ECW shit where it's like somebody random just like wrestles in ECW like hey did you know this person wrestled in ECW like Scott Hall was like did you know Scott Hall wrestled in ECW and then it's like do I remember that and then you start to to think back and you're like oh shit I do remember that I do yeah. remember you came out and it it fucked my head up I remember that yeah that happened Christopher Daniels one was like. I have no fucking recollection of what the fuck just happened. Like, I am lost. Like, I was so lost. I was, like, I was completely baffled. And it's like, damn, like, there was, like, things that I missed in fucking wrestling that I was watching. How the fuck did that happen? And personally, between me and you, like, that kind of shocked me that you don't remember that. Because you're the one with the awesome memory coming come to this. Off the podcast, I call him the wrestling encyclopedic. He remembers a lot of fucking shit. You know what I mean? So for you not to remember this, like, something had to be missed. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it was such a short stint that, like, I totally fucking missed it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's, that's crazy. I don't even remember him with hair. <laughs> I do, and when I tell you when and where, you're gonna be like, "What?" Okay. WWE. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was like this brief ass, like this. It was briefer than that stint in ECW. He showed up in WWE because he was supposed to be the higher power, but he showed up right before that, and he had hair, and he wrestled one time, and it just like. He just bleeped out of existence. I'm like, what the fuck? I do remember like rumors of him being the fucking uh, higher power. Yeah, but you want to know like the really fucking scary, crazy part that like a lot of people never fucking knew. What? There was a reality show. I don't know if it was like a TLC show or like an MTV show. This was like in the nineties. It was like this random ass fucking TV show. And they did one on wrestlers. And one of the people that they were doing it on was Christopher Daniels. And it was like, the funny part about it was like, this was, I don't know if this was like my first introduction to Christopher Daniels or like I've seen him before, but he was on this and he started wrestling in WCW like right after that. And then he went out of business. It was like, like it was so weird because it was like, Yo, that's Christopher Daniels. What the fuck? Like this is, huh? This is, this is weird. And then, like the next time I seen Christopher Daniels, he looked totally different. I was like, oh, 
That's Christopher Daniels from that show in WCW. The fuck? And like him like disappearing and popping back up, disappearing and popping back up was always a weird mystery to me because it was like he showed up in WCW for something, but he was bald. I was like, oh, what the fuck? But like the last time I saw you, you had hair. But then you showed up in ECW around that same time with hair, and it's like, what the fuck, like, when did, like, this is so weird, like, when did all this happen? And then, like, he just disappeared again, and then showed up in Ring of Honor, and was like, okay. And that's why, like, when people go, oh, he had such a long career, I'm like, yeah, like, a lot of you don't fucking remember him being on that fucking weird-ass reality show where they fucking <laughs> went around and followed him. Like, that was, like, that was a thing. I vaguely remember that. Like, I don't remember the name of it or anything, but I vaguely remember that show. Yeah, because, like, the only wrestler on there that was important was Christopher Daniels. Everybody else was just, like, people. They, like, wanted to get into the wrestling business. He was the only one who actually fucking did something. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So, SmackDown. SmackDown. It started out with Brock Lesnar going in Roman's room and hey, we're not supposed to touch unless we're provoked. So I'm going in this room and fuck some shit up and you're going to provoke me. Ha ha. It's like, alright, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Technically, wouldn't that be provoking Roman? That would be, but like, we're just going to negate that because WWE has, like, the dumbest perception of things. Because they're like, nobody's going to figure that out. It's like, no, bitch, like, this is literally illegal. Like, this, that's like someone having a fucking restraining order. And then you just show up at, the, like, their fucking place. Like, I have a restraining order against you, but I'm going to show up in your place. The police going to be like, bitch, you negated the restraining order. That, that doesn't work like that. That's not how it should work. Exactly. You're like, oh, okay, well, I was provoking. No, you did the provoking. You can't say that. It's your fault. And once again, it's bad because I'm the one that normally doesn't think about this shit. And, like, I thought about it. So, you know, like, what the fuck? That's because WWE, like I said, WWE, like, they're more geared to kids. And, like, I was watching, like, watching the show and, like, knowing that, like, Sometimes you turn your brain off. And, like, the yeah. fucked up thing about turning your brain off when you're watching WWE is, like, you literally miss something critical. Like, you miss a couple critical things because I'm going to point out something later that, like, is, like, a trope that everybody hates about, like, WWE. Like, there's no blank, blank, blank. And it's like, oh, this is why you missed it. You turned your brain off. Just like everybody else when they watch the show. They just go in it and turn their brain off. Like, this is mindless wrestling. And it's like, wait a minute. You turned your brain off and you missed this big thing? Oh, I have to explain it. So, to be honest with you, that's how I actually, like, watch the be. Like, you know, I, I turn my brain off. Try not to think too much, you know? Yeah, but, like, I can't turn my brain off because my brain just, like, completely connect dots because I'm an actual <laughs> human being who lives outside of wrestling and just goes, ah, things have to make sense. And like, 
If they don't make sense, I'm going to dig deeper until they make sense. And if I dig deeper and they don't make sense, then that shit is really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. We had Rick Boogs introduce Nakamura and Nakamura for Jay Uso. Jimmy. And because, Jimmy. Whatever. Can you tell them apart 90% of the time? Okay, Michael Cole. Exactly. That's why I just say Uso. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why I call you Michael Cole. So Nakamura beats Uso. And that sets up like, I mean, their WrestleMania match. We know it's WrestleMania coming up. I was like, nobody's mad. Like, we know what's happening. We know how things are going. It's it's not, it's, it's not, it's not, who cares? <laughs> like, I was looking at it and like, people were like, mad. I'm like, why are you mad? Like, why are you mad? Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, Chef Gaspar is getting the Warrior Award. I think I called that on this podcast. I know I, I talked to you off the podcast about it. But yeah, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure you mentioned your podcast. Yeah. yeah, he's getting the Warrior Award, so that's official. And then we had a Drew McIntyre. He was talking about how he's going to beat up Bartender Cabron. And they had a Bartender Cabron, how he became happy and how he won all this money and why he's going to face Bartender Cabron. Mad crap, mad... Man, man, whatever. Fuck him. He, he made a ball joke. Yeah, he made a ball joke. And I was like, oh, okay, well, he made a ball joke. Who cares? He's making more jokes on Corbin and it's really dumb. I don't like it. Don't which like means it. he may turn on him, though, which, if you think about it, makes sense because he almost got his neck broken for the Corbin. So, yes. Think? Yes. So then we had Shimus come out with his friends, and Rich Holland was going to take on Kofi Kingston. But for some reason, Sam just announces Xavier Woods. It's like, what? what, what? Like, he's not even here. And then Kofi goes, Yeah, you thought I was all alone, but here's my partner, Xavier Woods. And Xavier Woods. <laughs> yeah, she messed up. That wasn't the only time. But Xavier wins with a roll-up on Ridge Holland. Then we get a cell phone video of the wise man and Roman. And they're in a car. And they're on their way to the building. And they say, Brock, you better not be there when I get back. Because if you are, it's going down. Like, okay. I don't think that's true. <laughs> like, you can... You can tell yourself whatever you want. It's, it's not true. It's not fucking true. That's the funny part. Like, you try to be so, like, he was all happy go lucky at first, and, like, you try to be hard about it, which you know that wouldn't last. Yes. So then we get a Ronda Rousey promo, and her and Charlotte, and she's talking about how she's going to beat Charlotte. And that's when my brain, once again, goes into, like, clockwork orange mode. And it's like, wait. You guys say there's no such thing as long-term storytelling in WWE. You guys are full of shit. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to know why you guys are full of shit? Why? Because four WrestleManias ago, and I'm saying four WrestleManias, 
Because, like, when I explain it, you can be like, oh, shit. For WrestleMania goes, it was a triple threat match, and Ronda Rousey got pinned by Becky Lynch and lost all the titles at one time. Charlotte was in the match, and that was a thing. And I know you're like, okay, that was a thing. What does that have to do with Charlotte? Charlotte, Charlotte had nothing to do with this. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? You know, it doesn't. It actually doesn't have anything to do with that. But what it does have to do with, Ronda never got her one-on-one with Becky Lynch until next year, which is literally a four-year, four-year long-term story about Becky and Ronda. So you guys owe WWE a very, very small apology because that is very long-term storytelling. Once again. Question. I have my hand up. Question. Answer. Answer. Technically, wouldn't mm-hmm. this in particular also be long-term story? No. Because, no. I was going to say because Charlotte didn't get pinned. So, you know what I mean? Like, she, you know, she wasn't in it. You know? Okay, but here's yeah. what... Wait, here's the little piece that negates that story is because okay. they had a Survivor Series match. And she lost. Ah, so, ah, okay. so like you weren't getting your revenge. You were just in the match. So it was it like it negates that whole long term story. Like that's why I don't like this story because like there's nothing connecting them. So like gotcha. this one, uh, it's whatever. I forgot about the Survivor Series match. Good point. Yes. So then we had a straight up, straight up porn hub. We had a straight up porn hub. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This was straight up porn hub. Because Brock is in the back chilling, like on the couch, and then all of a sudden, here comes Kayla Braxton. And Kayla is just talking to Brock, and she's like, Brock, what are you doing back here? What's going on? Brock is talking, like, Brock is talking about, yeah, I'm here for whatever, whatever. And he's like, he's like, when I get angry and I get bored, I start to smash things. He smashes a lamp and says, I wonder what I'm gonna smash next. And looks at Kayla, and I'm like, "Fit, this is straight out of Porto." <laughs> he literally looks at Kayla and he says, "He smashes the lamp, goes, I wonder what I'm gonna smash next." I'm like, "Fam, he literally says he's gonna smash Kayla." I'm like, "The fuck is this? So fucked up." Guaranteed, like, if that hasn't been important yet, it's gonna be now. Yes. So then we get. Ricochet versus supposedly Humberto Carrillo because like Sam literally says Humberto Carrillo but Angel Garza is the person whose name pops up on the Tron who's he's supposed to fight <laughs> so then they're going and they're going to do the kiss cam and the person they get on kiss cam is Layla Gray and I know you're like wait who the fuck is Layla Gray she wrestled a couple times in AEW she is a up and coming wrestler, friend of the show, and she should be signed by WWE. But she was on Kiss Kid. I mean, that's person they had in the Kiss Cam, didn't she get signed or no? No, no, she she didn't get signed, but she was like literally on AEW the same exact time. Like she was on <laughs> AEW the same exact night. She pulled a Rick Rude. So like that was cool. A rude daughter. Yes. So then we had Angel Garza versus 
Ricochet. It was a good match. Humberto distracted Ricochet, and Angel Garza got the win. So now he's number one contender. So Ricochet's mad. Like, nah, fam. Humberto, since you want to be a little bitch, come in here and get this work. He literally said that. So he's in a ring with Humberto. They're wrestling. They're wrestling. Match is going good. They go to the outside. He knocks out fucking Angel Garza. Angel Garza grabs Ricochet's feet. Ricochet gets counted out. Now Garza and Humberto are number one contenders. That was fine. Funny part, I said that like seconds before that. Like, what happened if they both won? And they won. <laughs> and Ricochet in the match, I know people are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, like, once again, like I said, people turn their brains off and just be like, ah, whatever, what the fuck? And you know how everybody goes, oh, this person, this person can do this and this and this. Ricochet had Humberto stuck in the middle of the road. So Ricochet did a bounce flip and did a Huda Camarada on him. And it was like, oh, Ricochet still exists. Like, <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh, he still <laughs> exists. Like, this guy didn't die here. He still exists. And a lot of people was like, oh, shit, I didn't know Ricochet could still do that. I'm like, yeah, I thought he died too, but he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> he He's still in there somehow. Yes. So that sets up the triple threat match. Ricochet versus Humberto versus Angel Garza next week for the Intergram Nova Champion. Ooh. I'm hoping they don't break him up. I told you that off the podcast. I'm saying it again. Yes. So then we get Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn is really fucked up, and he's like, I'm going to do some shit to, to Johnny Knoxville that you've never seen before. I'm like, okay, this is going to be really fucked up. <laughs> so then we come back, and Pat McAfee gets smacked by Austin Theory, and then Austin Theory runs, and he runs to Mr. McMahon's office like that's his dad. The best part, the best part about that the best part about that that popped me was like there were people backstage that were standing there for like they just was standing there and they didn't know what was going on and they started running back and forth like oh shit we're not running like camera I gotta get out of here and it was like the best part like if you wasn't paying attention it was like what the fuck <laughs> so good so good dude <laughs> then we get back and Michael Michael Cole goes, man, Pat McAfee has to be back out here because it's boss time. Because it was a fatal four-way. It was Sasha versus Rhea versus Shayna versus Zelina. And the funny thing, this match started off regular and all of their partners were out there. And then all of a sudden, like, all of their partners has gotten around. This is this is I'm I'm calling this yelling at WWE for this because they cut it off. So everybody was in the ring. Everybody was in the ring and WWE goes, We have to go to commercial. What they didn't show was at the live event, Sasha jumped off of the top rope onto everybody and knocked them down. Naomi moved out the way. That was the first time I ever seen the tag team partner go, Man, I ain't getting jumped on in this shit. <laughs> she moved the fuck out the way. I'm like, okay. He what said, the- fuck that. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's 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 cool. So Which makes perfect match- sense. Yeah, that match was awesome. 
Sasha won. And then after that, Roman pulls up in his SUV and he's like, yeah, I'm here. So he walks down to the ring and he's like, yeah, Brock, you better get out of my office. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and like, he's thinking that Brock's still in the office. So the camera pans to the office and like, everything's broken. And it's like, the fuck? Everything's fucking broken? Wait, where's Brock? And Brock's just murdering their car with like an axe pick. It's like, oh shit. Like, the fuck? So then he just like, Roman's like, you know, there ain't gonna be no weapons in WrestleMania. Brock still comes out there. Brock comes out there, but he comes from behind and scares the shit out of Roman. And Roman runs. And Roman's like, I got security. Security, stop him. Brock's on the table. Brock, I don't know how, I don't know why. Somebody has to fucking explain this to me. Brock's first thought coming off that table was high kick. Yo, this version of Brock is like the most funnest Brock there's ever been, I think. Yes. And he just beats the living shit out of security piece by piece, just throwing them around, fucking them up. Like, what the fuck? Chair shotting. Like, god damn, Brock. <laughs> so yeah, Brock is Brock is gonna kick some ass some more somewhere someday. Yep. Now, um, Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon earlier this week, she said, "Hey guys, I'm gonna be talking to the 2K guys. We're extending our 2K membership." Yay! Yes. It's like, okay, and then like. No, no, I'm not even joking. Like, five minutes later, I read something, and I'm like, how the fuck is this even possible? You want to know what I read, and it fucked me up? It goes, Stephanie, man, on a board of directors, on a face clan. The fuck are you? What? (laughs) I was like, what is is happening? Like, how do we get here? Like, Stephanie, man, on a board of directors, on a face clan? Like, it, it fucked me up so bad. Like, I literally was like, bro, what is happening? Like, I literally just, like, stopped and just, like, what, what is happening? So he's phased stuff, I guess? Sean, don't you phase her. Don't you phase her. Oh, my God. That was, that was one of the things. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Is this real? And, like, I did look more into it. And, yeah, it's real. Like, what the fuck is happening? Dude, how do we get this down bad? Like, how do we get this down bad? I I am so sad. Like, I'm so sad we are this down bad. I'm so sad. But it's like a little bit of everything now. Yeah, like, they're reaching, like, they're reaching out to everything and, like, I'm all for it. Like, I'm, like, I'm not mad that it's happening, but it was just so random. It was like, it wasn't no signs of this at all. It just was the most random shit. What the fuck? What just happened? His thing, Mm -hmm. for those of you that don't know, FaceClan is a pro game organization or whatever. They do a little bit more than that, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. What is WB going to actually do with that? Ha! 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 You think that there's nothing that you can do. There's always contributing money, throwing money. Okay. Just like fuck, we're gonna throw money. Ba 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 ba. We're throwing money at this. 
So they throw money at the situation. Of course, like people are gonna get, I mean, whatever they need from it. Like they throw money at it. Yeah. So yeah, like that's that's fine. And like all of those things, like you know. But are they gonna like uh, promote? I guess like a new game or whatever. Like, what's the purpose, in your opinion? Okay, so like there are people who are sitting on board of directors of different orgs. Drake sits on the board of directors of Hundred Thieves, and Drake okay. just basically literally just listen. I'm gonna throw money at this. Like, I want to support this org. I want to make sure that they're fine. He just makes sure that they're fine and make sure that, like they get their offers and stuff like that. He's really not doing anything spectacular. Like, hey, I'm gonna promote your stuff. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. He's just part of like he's just part of the bigger conglomerate of people who help fund money into the game world. Like Gosh. when, like when they go do stuff, like he could be like. Hey yo, look, Honey Thieves is doing this, but he doesn't because it's like it's not that big of a deal. Like if oh. WWE, if Phase goes to like a World Series or like goes deeper into grounds into like some tournament, WWE could be like, "Hey guys, Phase Clan is doing this," and it's like, okay, but like it's really like you really have no purpose. All you're supposed to do is just put money into it. It's like you really have no purpose. Like people don't get that. It's like you have no purpose when you sit on a board of directors of this. Like you have no purpose except to fund money into it and make sure that your company doesn't do something really fucking stupid. Like that's that's all it is. It's like I'm gonna fund money and make sure you don't do anything stupid. You do something stupid, then like I have to reprimand you. I have to say stuff because I'm on a board of directors. I'm on the top level of. Hey, this is my company too. So hey, fuck face. Stop being a dickbag. It's shit like that. It's like, gotcha. it's not, like it's not really a thing where people are gonna be like, oh my god, like WWE's promoting face shit. They're not. Like it's not it's not happening. That's not happening. It may happen like randomly one time, but Stephanie but necessary. Yeah, Stephanie sits on the board of directors of a bunch of bullshit. And it's like you don't see her ever dragging her shit in like the real life, like, hey, WWE's doing this. It's like you know, like oh. some things, some things exist. Like there's a lot of names that sit behind the director's board of certain shit, and you're like, oh, I had no idea. But it's like it's just a thing. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. All day today. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So um. Blah, 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 blah. Anything you want to talk in the pod with? Mm, no, not really. I'm glad they're sticking with 2K. I really wasn't down with them going with um, EA, which was the rumor. So. I would have been so. <laughs> I would have been so excited if they would have fucking stuck with EA. I would have been so excited. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm telling you, it would have wind up going into like the. Oh, this is just one of those franchises where we're just gonna copy pasta, copy pasta, copy pasta again. But it would have been like a sexy copy pasta. Like, oh, this is really good. Like we like we're putting our all into it because we have other franchises that we pour our all into. FIFA, like we pour our all into it. Just literally a copy pasta game every year. Of hey, this is it. Mad copy pasta of just football. Hey, this is the same shit. 
it's literally that, but better graphics each year. It's like, okay, better graphics, one little tweak. Better graphics, one little tweak. It's basically, it's basically all there is. So, like, yeah. it would just be better graphics with, like, one little tweak. And, like, I have, like, I have a roster or whatever. Yeah, like, I have the roster, and, like, they'll put in, like, another mode or, like, fix some shit in the mode. Like, they literally, like, the only thing about it is, like, EA will literally go into it and go, oh, we're going to pour all of our all into this and make it a thing that try to make it as real as possible. Because, like, when you're trying to buy football players and, like, build a franchise, you have to go into it. Finance, finance, finance. Like, oh, I have this certain amount of money, but I want this type of roster. Well, you have to make trades. You have to break down the money. How much you got? Can you pay this guy? Can you extend his salary? Can you do this? Can you do that? All of that. Like, it's so much that you have to do. And they make it so meticulous. Like, it's actually real life. That's the same exact bullshit that you would have to do in WWE. Like, oh, they're making this more realistic, more realistic. And that would be the one thing that they would, like, pour into it. Like, completely just, like, pour gobs of just, like, talent into it. And people would be like, oh, shit. Like, this is actually fucking dope. Gotcha. Yeah, they're, they're not, like, they're not bad as everybody say. Like, the, the reason they get a rep is because of, oh, the microtransaction, microtransaction, and people be really dickbags about it. Like, oh, my God, that's the one thing that fucked up. It's like the microtransactions. Like, that's fucked up. It's like, bitch, every game has microtransactions. The thing is how, like, how you work around a game. If you're not a grinder, you're not going to get what you need. Oh, but those special things only come out in V-Bucks, and that's the only way I can get that Power Ranger skin for Fortnite. Well, then that's the only way you can get it. Un- like, you can't grind around it. All right, fine. It's just like that little one little tweak. Like, it's always that one little tweak that you're like, oh, well, I want this special Superman suit in Fortnite because I have to pay V-Bucks for it. It's like, all right, well, you have everything else. Like, you literally grind it for, like, a gazillion years and have every skin unlocked, every fucking hammer and every fucking flying thingy. And you have all of that shit. So this one thing you have to pay for, is that really is that really the problem? Is that it? Like, is that it? Like, microtransactions exist everywhere. Like, people just, like, get so butthurt because they're like, well, I'm so used to grinding out games that, like, I don't want to pay for something. Yeah, you can pay to skip the line at a fucking club. You're doing it, bitch, because you're like, oh, I want to fucking wait out here. I'm skipping the line. Fuck you. Suck my dick. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all act like this shit is so fucking weird. It's like, no, you do that shit every day. Yo, I'm... The game right now actually has microtransactions. It's the type of shit you want. Fucking restaurant. Yo, I yo, I want a better seat back there. Yo, here's an extra twenty dollars. Oh, I best seat in the house. Oh, the chef is gonna cook you extra food, extra shit. Dude, life has little microtransactions. So when it just doubled down to the game, everybody got fucking fucking butthurt and feared. Like, oh my god, this is different than life. And it's like you're literally having a microtransaction right now. <laughs> Like, you paid an extra $20 to get the game early. What do you mean? 
Yeah. It's literally a fucking micro. Like, don't be this that, way. That actually is a microtransaction. That's a good point. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. people, like people don't realize things because they just like go to like whatever their thing is is like, oh my god, this is my thing, and like it's changing. And then you just like look at the open world and was like, oh shit, like we've been doing this the whole time. We've been lied to. Oh, so it's not really that bad. Yes, it's not really that bad. Yeah. I don't know. Like, my thing had nothing to do with that. I guess, personally, like, not a fan of EA. Never have been. So, and it, it had nothing to do with microtransactions. I just, I don't know. I never liked any of their games like that. Okay. One, because you're not a sports weed, and, like, yeah. that's, like, that's, that's the real thing. Like, when I was, like, really into games, like, I was like, yo, I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna get mad every year. And then I got to the point where I caught on was like, oh, it's just copy pasta. I don't want to keep playing copy pasta games. All right, that's it. I'm gonna just leave this shit alone. That's the same shit that was happening when fucking Call of Duty. It was like, oh, I gotta get the new Call of Duty. I gotta get the new Call of Duty. And then I realized like, it's just the same shit over and over again. I don't need to get the new Call of Duty. I, I, I'm cool. Exactly. Like that's the only problem. That's what stopped getting wrestling games. Everything was just copy pasta, copy pasta. Like, if you're a franchise, you're just gonna keep doing the same shit over and over and over again. Games have to be fucking reinvented. Like, if you're gonna do some new shit, you can, you can flip it and do some wild shit. The only reason that 2K22 is so popular is because it missed two years and it just disappeared. And then it came back, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, a wrestling game! Wait, you you can play online again?" Oh wow, this shit is cool. Now everybody's playing it. It's like, oh my god, this is so dope. It is gonna fade into obscurity by fucking April or May. This is gonna fade into obscurity. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, 2K22, whatever. Okay. That's it. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Cause that's how the world works. And like people don't they don't look around and go, oh, this is actually how the world works. Yeah, you guys are just weird. Be weird. What's that AEW game is coming? Apparently, real soon. They got a name for it already. Apparently, it's called Fight Forever. <laughs> like, I'm like, that actually, that actually makes sense. So I'm like, all right, yeah, that, that's dope. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm all right with that. Like, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm going to get it for just like not only because it's an AEW game, but I'm going to get it because. It is going to be the first game, and like we'll see how this transact and rolls over time because it's going to be different. It's different than WWE game, so it's like this is something different. So let's see how this different game is. Like let's see. And they did say they're going to try their best to be like No Mercy, which you know, arguably the best wrestling game they ever been. You know, people say so. Yeah. Because it's like that and one of the fucking um, Here Come the Pain. I think it's Here Come the Pain. I think that yeah. one. Because like they like No Mercy had a special style. Then Here Come the Pain had a different special style. And it's mm-hmm. like if you can combine those two styles together then uh, you, you kind of got something there. Yeah, you'll have a pretty solid game. <laughs> yeah. And it's made by the same people apparently. Um some people buy Aki or Aki, something like that. Company Yukes. and no, Yukes is in it too, but the 
company before that that worked on No Mercy. It wasn't Yuke's. It was Yuke's, but it was like Aki or something. Big B and the Okay. Yeah. I got one of the guys from that. Oh but yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. yeah. That's 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 the thing. So yeah. Um. No more podcasts today. There will be more podcasts eventually. Not today. It's over. <laughs> so turn this off. Go do something with your life. Go outside. Maybe have sex. Or if you don't have sex, jerk off. Or go to OnlyFans or Pornhub. Like, well, Pornhub doesn't pay people. Just you know, just like you know, just get off. Just go get off somewhere. But don't be creepy about it. Don't be creepy about it. That's the thing. Get off. Don't be creepy. Okay? All right.